Hello, and welcome back to the No Score Review Show. I'm your host, Nick Green, and today I am joined by Shay Martin. Welcome back, Shay. Thank you. And Michael Bentley is making his uh, debut to the No Score Review Show. Michael, thank you for joining me today. Not a problem. I'm happy to be here. And today we are reviewing the critically acclaimed uh, number one hit at the box office movie of the year, <laughs> Cocaine Bear. It, uh, I, you really don't need much more explanation than that. It's uh, you kind of get what you pay for. And thank God, because if it was a disappointment, then, uh, well, frankly, we might not be doing this episode. But uh, I think it warrants some discussion. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get right into it. Uh, the first bit of this show will be uh, spoiler free. Not that that really is going to be a huge impact on this viewing experience for people, I imagine. But, um, yeah, we're going to do no, no spoiler thoughts uh, for the beginning. And then we'll get into the nitty gritty with our highlights and lowlights. And, uh, yeah. So, Shay, let's start with you today. What were your general thoughts for Cocaine Bear? We got to see it together. Yes, we saw friends. it together last night. Um, yes. Yeah. I think Cocaine Bear is exactly what you sign up for. It's one of those movies where you just go with a bunch of friends, get a beer, shut your brain off for an hour and a half. Yep. Um, overall, yeah, it, it brought a couple chuckles. I wish, I wish at times it was a little bit more ramped up mm-hmm. in some ways totally. and there were some misses in for comedy with me but yeah i'm not sure if i'd ever see it again but <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh it i think time. yeah elizabeth banks i i think she i think it's a turning point for her actually uh i'm yeah, kind of excited she, to see what, what else, else has she, she done she did the charlie's angels reboot right yes with she done anything she, else directing I think she did Pitch Perfect 2, I want to say. Oh, really? She did one of those? I think those are her two acting credits. I could be wrong. Two uh, directing credits. Or, sorry, directing credits. Right. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, she has seven directing credits. Whoa. Pitch Perfect uh, 2, Movie 43, Just a Little Heart Attack. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's like had some experience at the very least um so yeah i think uh, i didn't hear a ton of great things about the charlie's angels reboot um but i think she directed this one fairly well um like you said it's a fun romp it was a great movie to see with a packed theater it uh it got some like hoots and hollers at some of the uh pretty wild uh violent sections in particular <laughs> um but yeah, it uh, I think it like suffered a little bit from like some pacing issues a little bit towards the like final act. I found myself kind of being like, OK, this could be kind of sped along a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, I think it was a good time. The highlight was definitely uh, a lot of the violence and the just absolute insanity that occurs uh, <laughs> from the uh, bear running rampant throughout the forest. Um, and yeah. Michael, what did you think of Cocaine um, Bear? Oh, I'm glad you added the bear part. Um, <laughs> what did you think of cocaine before the show? 
Well, you know, that's a different podcast. Every, everyone movie. got their uh, packages in the mail right before the show <laughs> <laughs> as a preamble. Uh, um, for the movie, I would have a different viewing experience by myself in a mostly empty theater. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> and this, wow. was, this was Monday, so it was pretty close to the movie's release. It was already pretty empty at my end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought... I thought it was a decently good time mm-hmm. um, for for larger discussion. I'll get into more later, um, but it felt almost something close to Rat Race. If anyone has seen that movie with um, Rowan Atkinson and um, shoot, I think Rat John Cleese is in it. Um, it's it's an old nineties comedy about. So we'll try and avoid spoilers. It, the comparison makes sense with context. <laughs> okay, um, I'll, I'll go with you on it. I I personally didn't feel it. It met the poster, though, which is what everyone saw with, you know, cocaine bear and the white <laughs> right. and the roar and all that. I felt it I felt it kind of, like, underplayed some of what it could have been right. in a few areas. Yeah. Yep. Um, and overall, I, like, again, I don't know if this is, like, just when you watch it more so by yourself, you're a bit more critical of it. Yeah. It didn't feel like the, the story was as connected as it could have been. I would... I, I honestly left the theater thinking I would have liked to see a comedy movie with these characters mm-hmm. in a different scenario because I liked yeah. the characters a lot, but the story didn't feel like it properly put the points together. Yeah, um, I think I would agree. It like it was kind of doing two different storylines at once, but they never really blended well. Mm-hmm. Like you get that kind of connection towards the end, um, avoiding spoilers, but uh mm-hmm. yeah otherwise it was kind of just almost jarring sometimes going back and forth between uh the two um storylines and i think like the the uh nurse mom and her kid one was kind of the weaker of the two kind mm-hmm. of intersected a little bit with like the forest ranger and whatnot but uh, i think like the drug dealers trying to find their cocaine was definitely the more compelling and it was like a buddy cop oh, yeah. buddy criminal type uh, film almost oh yeah i love i loved eddie eddie and um yeah and the police the, the standoff on the gazebo yeah. was probably <laughs> the, the highlight yeah um, good. no but it's uh it's it's i'd still say it's a good time overall mm-hmm. um but there was there were some things they could have done story-wise to really connect the dots as it were and make it like a really hit romp that's like good in multiple aspects instead of just like here or there yeah Totally. I agree. I wonder if it'd be interesting to see what the script writing process is because like it's based on true events, but like, I want to know how much of an extent they took or or it it was that it was true in that it was like uh, cocaine got scattered throughout this uh, wilderness and a bear got into it. And that's all we really know. We don't actually know a lot of the actual explicit events that happened from that mm-hmm. uh, in terms yeah. of real life. Um, I don't think I am, there was much. I think it's yeah, just I, exactly I that. I can't imagine there was either. Well, and I think I, that like at the end of the film, this isn't really spoilers. This is like uh, little text blurbs and mm-hmm. uh, regarding the like true events stuff of like n- the cops never found any of the cocaine or whatever uh-huh. or something about that, mm-hmm. something um, to that effect. I think I think in terms of the based on true events, it was the fact that yes, the um, the cocaine was dropped in a forest, mm-hmm. but I think that's where the, the true events kind of stopped, and they were like <laughs> probably probably someone, 
Yeah. I think probably someone had the idea of, well, what if a, what if a bear found this yeah. cocaine <laughs> yeah. and got into it? Or no, I, I actually read the Wikipedia page for it today mm-hmm. of the like what actually happened. And like it did, it is true to, a, yeah, a certain point, right. a drug dealer did throw out pounds and pounds of cocaine out of his airplane and then yeah. he parachuted out, but he did not survive the parachute. So very similar to the beginning of the story. That's not a spoiler. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's like the inciting incident of the whole yeah, uh, yeah, like thing, right? And the bear did get into like every pound of cocaine and like ripped a bunch of bricks open, and I think just overdosed. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the that's actual true it. thing. Okay. Is it just OD'd and it, it just died? <laughs> that's it. Didn't much actually sadder cause movie. Any havoc. Much sadder movie. A much yeah. sadder movie. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, the, I think the bear is taxidermied. Cocaine bear is oh. like in a museum. Do you think it's yeah. full of? Yeah, I was about cocaine? to ask if, like, you know, they kept to the lower and just. It's like a piggy bank with that little screw. You like unscrew the bottom, the belly, and then you can put your cocaine bricks up there. It's a weird image. I don't know why I went there. Um, all right. Well, with that out of the way, uh, we're going to go kind of more into uh, more spoiler territory. Um, so if you really care about the explicit events of Cocaine Bear, then click off now, <laughs> pause the video, come back after you've watched the film, or if you don't care, then stick around because we're going to get into the nitty gritty. Martin Scorsese's Cocaine Bear. You, you, you gotta, you gotta view it for yourself, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you really do. It is the definitive cinema experience. All right. Uh, so we didn't touch on it too much but i can't imagine we'll uh have much to elaborate on in this department but uh michael did you have much uh expectations for this film going in and this can go into our highlights and lowlights um expectation wise i was um i was kind of in between Mm -hmm. like i wasn't really knowing what to expect and that was fine just because like the, the the promotion seemed to go two ways, and this played out in the movie as well, where, like, the trailer was super-duper high-octane, almost, um, shoot, I'm forgetting his name now, the guy who does, Tyler Perry, almost like Tyler Perry-esque, huge, right. every moment's a joke, right everything's over the top, it's all yeah. wacky comedy with some gore, whereas yeah. the trailer, whereas the, the poster almost makes you think that, like, it's almost like a thriller movie. We it's almost going to be like, like a snuff film, almost. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Like hikers stuck in the woods, and there's a bear, yeah. and he's on cocaine, and it's angry. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Never thought you'd say that, did you? <laughs> no, I realized I said it afterwards. Um, but that that was that was where my expectations kind of were. Was like I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Which I don't mind too much. I wouldn't actually mind that if more movies did that kind of threw you off the scent of what's going into it. Sure. Um, which is a bit of a gamble. You know, yeah. you're trying, like, totally. will you get the crowd that's happy or that's unhappy? But expectation-wise, I'd say, like, I was ready for something close to Sharknado. I was ready for much <laughs> worse production. Yeah, me value. too. <laughs> um, but then they had, like, the real clear camera work lots of sweeping shots the uh the stranger things filter um (laughs) it's all it it all looked much better than i thought it would Mm -hmm. um 
but that's not an expectation. Right. Um, yeah. Do you have yeah. any uh, definitive highlights or lowlights for the film? Um, highlights definitely the the standoff on the um, on the pergola on on the pergola. <laughs> yeah. I, I I said gazebo, but you corrected me, and I forgot the word. <laughs> uh, um, no, the standoff on the pergola was just the, the best time, especially because immediately the cop realizing he doesn't know how to get down. <laughs> I would have I would have loved <laughs> to spend like a whole minute of him just like <laughs> testing ways to get down. Yeah. Um, but I think in a grander sense, it's my favorite moment because that's when you have the best characters of the movie mm-hmm. since the like skinny white crackhead who right. ran off later in the movie. And that was fine. He didn't die. I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like the, the cop and the two drug dealers was like, that's like, I would have, I would have loved the whole movie to just be them mm-hmm. just at odds with each other, especially yeah. Eddie. Eddie's the best sad sack <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just like the whole scene of the pergola and them, the bear falling asleep on him, <laughs> all this stuff. Um, low points. Um, I'm I'm actually going to have to say probably most of the park ranger. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Just like I, I'm not one who really enjoys characters who are mean on purpose, <laughs> and fair it's enough. just like. It was just like uh, she she hung around for too long, I guess. Like, I feel like she should have died when they found the kids. I feel like that would have been a good send off for her mm-hmm. um, because she just hung around too long. So just like her, when the ambulance shows up, it's a bit much. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of this kind of goes off i think why i didn't enjoy like the park ranger as much as and that was like a lot of the uh like banter and humor didn't land for me kind of how uh you said earlier shay um it it was just like a lot of it it almost seemed like a lot of the cast was told to like try and uh do some improv stuff to see what they could come up with on set but then it was just nothing was really sticking so it's like okay well we tried that we'll include it in the movie anyway um so a lot of like that type of humor didn't really land for me i think where it succeeded and i were where i think it would have maybe uh been a stronger film is if it just played into the absurd nature of the entire like premise um that's kind of what I was like expecting going into this film is like, it's like the most expensive B movie ever made. Right. B for like the highest production quality anyway. Um, and it, we kind of just got a very, not, not that it was like boring, uh, uh, necessarily, but it was just like very straightforward, like, yeah, cocaine or a, a bear did cocaine in the woods and then just started, uh, like wreaking havoc. Um, it, I think it could have went a little harder and more like ball, balls to the wall type mm-hmm. uh, like movie. That would have been uh, an even more gratifying experience coming out of it. But I think like like I said earlier, the pacing was a little bit off when like they were trying to maybe develop some of these characters in, in these like in between scenes uh, every now and then. And I think part of that could have been like avoided if they like had stuck to one storyline maybe a bit more. And then also kind of just dialed up the just the absurd nature of it all. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, 
yeah, Shay, do you want to get into your any specific highlights or lowlights for your expectations? Yeah, I mean, my expectations going into it is very similar to both y'all's, like, expecting a $30 million budget B-movie. I'm expecting it to be right. absurd. Um, Elizabeth Banks has a very particular type of humor. So, <laughs> yep. and just, yeah, just the 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 marketing they did for the film, I was expecting it to be as in your words, balls to the wall, <laughs> balls to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the, I felt the movie had a lot of opportunity to be a lot. Yeah. Just more absurd. There was like moments where I'm like, Ooh, this is almost what I want it to be. Yeah. Like totally the ambulance scene. I really liked yeah. that whole sequence yeah, and yeah. just me too. Yeah. Like just, those moments where it's just like you would never be in this situation and like the the horror is also like the 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 violence in it is so silly but so gruesome and i love i love the mixing of like yeah yeah no even the humor of like the park ranger flying out the ambulance and like landing on her face (laughs) still in the stretcher like that 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 hit it for me, but yeah, they like hang on her face for so long. It's just dragging across <laughs> the concrete. It's so awful. My... Yeah, like when their jokes hit, they hit really hard. Yeah. but and it, well, and it's not like the the banter, right? It's it's the like the physical comedy of it all, and like kind of like how you said, Michael, it's the the cop trying to trying to get down from the the gazebo. <laughs> like, hmm, how do I do this? Definitely. Um, I guess, I guess, like a midlight, because there's no high or low for it for me, would have been um, the VFX. Just because yeah. I think that's one of the points where they held back a lot, like especially that first kill when the bear killed the female hiker. Oh, right. I feel like that should have been blood splattered, just like, just like mist of gore and organs sure. everywhere, but it was kind of just like leg tossed over a bush. Yeah. And that was that was the end of it. That um I would agree and I think that would work in a higher octane film, but like mm-hmm. I think that could almost be argued against just for the sake of like you want to kind of ramp up your violence, right? Mm-hmm. Like so you want to start off relatively uh low stakes or like low impact, right? And then build up cuz like the very end with Ray Liotta's character getting literally ripped apart was like a pretty good uh like climax of violence. followed by followed by in loving memory of Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, that, that felt so weird. That's so weird. Um yeah. but yeah, I I think I kind of agree with you there. Uh although that would I think lend better to just having the whole film be like more gory, more bloody, right? More over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did like- just want to mention quickly like bouncing off of Shay's uh, highlight my like favorite scene was probably in the uh, park ranger uh like office where she shoots the the one <laughs> gang member dude because <laughs> like shay our theater erupted when that scene happened because like I, I don't think any of us saw that coming nobody saw it coming and i felt like it was such a like good commentary on just like americans with guns <laughs> yeah it's this it's this lady who has never fired a gun in her life she's like holding it like this (laughs) and then the dumbass dude like steps in front of her too while he's like oh it's a bear that was a great scene 
Yeah. I know y'all didn't care for her that much, but I did find her physical competency with the gun to be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The phys- yeah. I think that I agree. The the physical comedy uh from her was great. Uh, but it was just like like the the back and forth banter mm-hmm. that I didn't find that great a yeah, lot of time. No. Other than when uh like between um Eddie and what's his friend's name, David, uh the, mm-hmm. the two drug dealers. Their their banter and dynamic mm-hmm. was great. I even mm-hmm. they even had like a, a small little arc a, as simple as it was in the whole <laughs> film of like you're not my friend to ah oh, you are my friend. Simple, but I mean, hey, it works. Um, yeah. I guess I guess the the my overall problem with the film has been um, its lack of picking a tone. Really, I guess is because like um, is because like the 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 bit where the ambulance arrives and there's gore and puddles and people are getting their faces bitten off and legs torn and like the one hand springs back and then <laughs> falls off in the ambulance. Um, that's one movie. And then Eddie and David, they're in another movie. And then like sure. the hikers, they're in like a almost scary movie feels like. And then the kids, I, I don't want to forget the kids. The kids definitely a highlight. Those actors are great. Yeah, they, they, were, were, they were fantastic. They were arguably the best actors. Es- yeah. Especially <laughs> especially Harry at, at the end. And I am so fucking tired. <laughs> tired, yeah. Amen. Yeah, the kids um, were great. That that almost felt like a uh to like bastardize it a little bit. Uh it was it felt like akin to Stranger Things a little bit, right? It was like mm-hmm. these these uh smart ass kids in this like really uh like not otherworldly situation, but just this like over the top, like high stakes, there's there's a killer monster on the loose type feel. You know what I mean? Got that like mm-hmm. a tiny little bit, but then it kind of went more into the adults. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Overall, it was all pretty disjointed. Yeah. I've... I think I think they nailed the tone of like, if it was just a straight horror comedy, I think uh, they nailed that for the most part because like mm-hmm. a lot of the absurd gore going on and a lot of the physical comedy was really good. Um, and a lot of like the almost like jump scare type scenes, I think, uh, while they were pretty basic and they didn't like reinvent the wheel or anything, I still think they were serviceable. Um, mm. So, yeah, I uh, I also just wanted to mention what when it comes to expectations, the uh, I don't know if either of you remember like the official trailer uh, very well, but like the way they framed that trailer uh, was much different than the actual story beats of the film itself like i thought based off the trailer anyway i thought we were going to like see the bear like open up the cocaine and everything but by the time we we see it already it's already have having done that right and it just like gets straight into it which i don't have a problem with that aspect of it but it was just like uh, a different sequence of events and presented in a diff a bit of a different way so i don't know take that for what you will um yeah i think uh when we're talking about creator goal, I think they more or less nailed it on the head. I think uh, I saw on uh, Wikipedia that it's already made back its budget uh, mm-hmm. in its opening weekend. Box office is at like around thirty-two million uh, as of uh, I guess right now, so maybe just under its budget. But uh, I imagine it'll probably make 
at least double, maybe even triple, um, especially if it goes into worldwide markets. But I think, yeah, it was, uh, I think they accomplished it. Uh, they uh, like succeeded in delivering a, a fun, at least a one-time viewing of a, a bear doing cocaine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the one thing that they actually really succeeded in that I really appreciated about it is that it brought a lot of people, it's bringing a lot of people back to the theaters. Totally, I feel like we totally. haven't seen, yeah, there hasn't been a release like this in so long. Like the absurd yeah. movies you just want to see with your friends that are just an hour and a half. It's not like, I love superhero movies, but like, or big dramas that are like Oscar baited. Like there's certain types of movies that have just been coming out lately. Mm -hmm. And Cocaine Bear brought people to theaters and people were there to have a good time. And I think maybe that's creator goal at the end of the day. And I think it succeeded in that. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you're looking at it through that lens of like, a, a, I don't know if it's like, it technically falls in this realm, but like one of those middle budget films, right? Like a fun, like cocaine barrel i gotta go see that that looks that looks insane um and it's not one of these big tentpole blockbuster franchise spin-off things that's coming out or even like you said shay some of the the harder hitting drama uh films that come out like towards the ends of ends of the year um yeah i completely agree and i'm very happy like our theater was sold out i know michael you're kind of the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum but i mean it depends on the market you're into right um but i feel like everyone's talking about it i'm hearing cocaine bear everywhere i go and even that's even in circles that aren't you know as movie heavy as my circles yeah yeah exactly i i feel like it has penetrated that zeitgeist of like you can maybe go you can be one of those people that goes to see like a film in a movie theater like maybe three times a year or something five times a year and I feel like Cocaine Bear would be one of those films where it's like, oh, I got to go see this film, right? Like you said, Shay, at the beginning, it's like you grab a beer, go with your buds, have a good time. Yep. Um, I'm I'm a bit more conspiratorial with the creator. <laughs> oh, no, here we go. I like this. <laughs> um, I like this yeah. engine. Just because, like, I, I I feel not to toot my own horn, and I'm tooting that by saying this. <laughs> I can generally feel when something's kind of written and when a producer's kind of touched something and what it felt like was the dna of the script of the raw idea was cocaine in the mountains drop there that's all Mm -hmm. still there and it felt like this was going to be and i have to go on a mini tangent here to explain rat race which was a movie that was like in in core concept uh some millionaires have put a a bag of money in a train station tell Mm -hmm. all these people in a casino like three different like five different groups here's the money first person there gets it and then you get a comedy based on all those five different groups trying to get there first and it almost felt like this movie was supposed to be like that like person who gets the cocaine first gets the money first Mm -hmm. and the bear was a much smaller role and then someone noticed like oh hey wouldn't that be cool if the bear was the main thing and they kind of took that original script of like here's a group of people plus a bear trying to get cocaine. And the bear was just going to be like, you know, he does it off to the side and he's a gag. And now the whole movie's around it. Not to say that's horrible, but that was, this just that, that's my, you. yeah. That like the, the whole movie was based on something else. Cause it really felt like the movie came alive in different, more fun ways mm-hmm. when it wasn't a bear killing people on screen, which was fun at points, but sure. also like, 
I, I maybe maybe I just really love the the buddy cop aspect of it. Sure, but yeah, that I mean, was that's totally fair. Mm -hmm. I uh, I can see uh, where you're coming from with that, and I think I would uh, land in the camp of um, them turn if that was actually the case of them turning the focus onto the bear rather than that just kind of being the backdrop or the setting or mm -hmm. even the inciting incident or whatever. Um, I think it worked for the better because. I personally, anyway, I think I would have been disappointed had it been like, yeah, I'm going to go see cocaine bear with all my friends. And then it's just about mm -hmm. all these various groups of people trying to find a bag of cocaine in the mountains. Um, <laughs> as you so, do. Well, as you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, but the, Have you seen the movie, The Package? The I have pack? not. Nope. I haven't seen that one either. Okay. This is like sim actually did it this is like my like favorite oh, okay. thing that sim has ever done um it's on netflix it's super ridiculous it's about four teenagers go on a camping trip and one of them accidentally cuts their own dick off and oh. it's about <laughs> them trying to get this penis safely back to a hospital for him to get it restitched on and like wow. it's a very absurd ridiculous fast-paced movie and i was really hoping it it was going to be like cocaine bear <laughs> That's hilarious wow um the, the dynamics sounds... in the movie yeah like just like the having the if they just had like you know i i wish it was kind of more for teenagers or whoever it is on a camping trip and there's this like bear out there or right. something i don't totally. know yeah, I think I wonder, and this could kind of play into the whole conspiratorial producers hands-on aspect of it, of like, I wonder if they had that initial pitch of cocaine bear and then it's like, okay, how can we do the least amount of work to get this <laughs> as bare bones of a like standard Hollywood script as possible, yeah. right? There was a lot of hands in the, whatever it's called, hands in the bucket or hands oh, on the pot. Too many yeah. cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks in the kitchen, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, still overall a good time for the most part. Um, and yeah. Uh, let's end on uh, one pro and one con uh, from each of us. Uh, Shay, you can start us off. I would say um, I'll start with con. My biggest con was, um, I would say the final third of the movie felt like one of those movies that if it was on TV, I would have just changed the channel saying like, yep. okay, I, I get the point. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm checked out. Um, there was a lot of dry spells yep. for me in it. And I think they could have afforded to trim off maybe 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, pro? It was just a good good excuse to go out with some buddies and drink beer and just <laughs> laugh at a ridiculous movie. And what more can It's as simple for? as that. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, how about you? One pro and one con? Um I guess the con for me would be um I wanted like I feel like with the limited amount of effects they have overall over like one hour 30, there's not as much murdering as you'd expect in a movie called cocaine bear. I really would have liked if they gunned for a bigger budget or more practical effects on the gore to just really yeah. sell it. Um, especially like that leg from the, um, from the, the hiker. hiker. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the hand snapping off in the ambulance while, while looking good in the moment, I, I realized, eh, that's not 
that's not like a, even a proper anything. passable yeah yeah it's like i would have liked i would have loved it if the effects went from passable to like this could win an academy award <laughs> like whatever yeah. that means anymore yeah. um, <laughs> right yeah really um and i guess a pro for it would be um i'm i would i would love a spin-off of eddie and david i loved i loved their chemistry a lot and i loved how they were written just like this just like this drug dealer playing therapist to a sad sack friend <laughs> who's like doesn't want to see his kid i would uh, that'd be a pro for me the potential for the uh, Eddie and David spinoff. And I want Eddie, of course, with a really big frowny face on the poster. And there's a car blowing up behind them. And something like that. <laughs> make, make them the two leads for meth gator. <laughs> <laughs> I think You're that's just going through animals and drugs. Yeah. Why monkey. not? Right. Keep it I in. hope, I do hope this creates like a universe though. I think oh, it will. It absolutely will. <laughs> Whether that stays in the Hollywood uh, echelon of like budget tier, uh, probably not. Well, and honestly, to be fair, I feel like this genre of film has probably already existed for however many years. Oh, definitely. We were just talking about Sharknado the other day and yeah. my my partner's never seen it. So I think we're going to be watching it later tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but also have fun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Just have a couple joints and some glasses of wine. There you go. It'll be fine. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. And I'll, I'm excited for Weed Monkey and <laughs> Meth Crocodile. Um, I've, I've run out of drugs. There you go. You can only do three. <laughs> the three drugs. Uh, what what could we do in the skies? Uh, heroin Eagle? Sure. <laughs> Let's do that. Oh, that's scary. I don't like that That is one. scary. <laughs> um excellent yeah okay my pro and con um my pro it'll be uh just going back to that scene in the uh ranger hut with the uh two gang members and the uh the park ranger and she blows the guy's head off <laughs> that was just <laughs> that's that's what i keep going back to whenever i like think about cocaine bear so i think that's got to be my pro um, which can kind of go into a broader uh, pro of like just absurd, uh, like violent, uh, like uh, what do you call it? Like uh, just like scenes that happened in the film. Like there were mm -hmm. there were I think two or three scenes throughout the film that had like these big like long long drawn out uh, violent sequences that were that were executed pretty well. Um, and then my con would probably just be the pacing overall. I think it could have been a little tighter and a little more focused. Uh, and I hope to see Eddie and uh, what's what's his buddy's name? <laughs> Eddie and David uh, mm -hmm. back on the big screen. Uh, all right. All right thank you, Nick. We'll about do it for awesome. this episode of the no score review show i think it's a uh recommendation from all of us if i'm being so oh, bold yeah. I think uh, so. at least a oncer uh <laughs> watch it with some friends uh have some substances nearby maybe that'll help <laughs> out uh, it's a movie that you could definitely talk to your friends throughout like obviously yeah. if you're not in the theater if you're just watching it yeah, like in don't your living don't room, talk to your friends in the theater don't do that <laughs> i don't, don't want to be, be that someone that enforces that <laughs> no no it's the worst um excellent yes shay michael thank you both very much for joining me this episode uh shay where can the people find you 
People can find me on Letterbox. Um, I believe it's just Shay Martin, Martin. Media, right? Yeah, Shay Martin Media and Shay Martin Media as well on Instagram. Or no, it's just letterboxd.com slash Shay Martin. Okay, perfect. Shay Martin, Shay Martin Media. I'm sure you'll find them eventually somewhere if you look <laughs> hard enough, if you really are compelled. Um, and then do you have any uh, recommendations for the audience? Anything you've watched, played, read, anything? The movie I saw most recently outside of Cocaine Bear was Women Talking. Um, right. It has a lot of nominations. It's good. Decent enough. What a strong recommendation. I always forget about the recommendation, so I'm never prepared. Hey, no, that's okay. It's a completely optional uh, section. I don't want you to feel want you to feel pressured at all. Um, Yeah, I think Women Talking has what two uh, Oscar noms? If you're into that sort of thing, I think it's best best direction, best writing. I think. Oh, best writing and best picture. Best picture and best writing, I believe. Which is okay. Which is funny because the biggest critique I had about it was its writing. Apparently, I just don't know anything anymore. Slammed. <laughs> yeah. She's got some some beaks about women talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And Michael, do you have any plugs you'd like to share with the audience at all? It's okay. Well, don't. Oh no, people can find me same place they can find you over on the Out of Focus podcast ah. and YouTube channel where we have discussions about movies video games not books yet because we don't read (laughs) no we don't read we're uncultured which is also funny because people can also find me on patreon at save the day where i write uh superhero anthology stories sweet so if you are into reading and are cultured unlike me and michael uh then that's where you can find him and and then do you have any uh recommendations at all for what you've been playing or watching Uh, Oh, I'm very glad that you asked Shay first, so I had a chance to think about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, watched, uh, I watched uh, The Menu with Ray Fiennes. Oh, what did you think? Oh, it was a very, very great movie. It's if, if, you, if you love dark comedies and also fit into the niche of people who love like high, highbrow dark comedies and mm. also watch daytime cooking shows... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a phenomenal blending of the two. Yeah. Oh yes, it's it work. It's a film that works on levels of such smart writing, mm-hmm. great cinematography, and just my my favorite thing is text humor, which is yeah. To not <laughs> yeah to, to not Tyler's give anything bullshit. away. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's a huge recommendation for me, and definitely one of my favorite movies of last year. Awesome. Yeah, I really am looking forward to giving that one a second chance because I think. My first viewing of that one was uh, harmed because of my expectations. I think I, like maybe uh, most people, were kind of going in, based off the trailer at least, uh, expecting like a a cult horror film, like cannibal film of some sort. Um, But I still enjoyed it for the most part. It's just not what I was expecting. So I definitely am looking forward to giving it a rewatch. Oh yes, it's it's definitely something like in, in a couple of months time I gotta rewatch it to both re up myself and like catch probably what's yeah, a million totally. like Easter eggs and red herrings in the beginning. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. Uh you can find me right here wherever you're listening to or watching this episode of the No Score Review Show on YouTube.com or your favorite podcast listening service. 
you can also find my second YouTube channel uh, at No Score Plays, where I do video game Let's Play content if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, at the time of this video coming out, it should be uh, my marathon of the Resident Evil remake games uh, going up to the anticipated release of Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, so if you're into that sort of thing, if not, uh, I also have some uh, smaller indie games that I've played through already on the channel as well, and I'm hoping to do more of that in the future. Uh, also go check out uh, my Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review, where Shay was also with me reviewing that. Um, and then in terms of upcoming reviews, I've got one slated for Creed 3 coming out soon, and uh, Scream 6 will be down the pipeline as well. So thank you all so much for watching this episode and listening to uh, and Shay and Matt or Matt. Oh my God, Michael. <laughs> I had one job and there he goes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me this episode and we'll see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.